Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of For the Lover Entertainment Podcast. Today, I'm gonna be talking. To, we're gonna be talking about uh, Mortal Kombat, the new one, and Justice League, the Snyder Cut. Um, my name's Lewis, and this is JB. Hey, hey. So, what's your thoughts on uh, Mortal Kombat? <laughs> to be honest with you, uh, I'm not gonna lie. I went into this movie with an absolute blank slate. I didn't have any expectations, high or low, and uh, I, I wanted to just go in unbiased towards it all, and I, I was absolutely entertained. I loved it. I, I think it's one of the best movies uh, Hollywood has put out in quite a long time, you know. Uh, I, I think the CGI characters and their fight scenes were uh, amazing. Uh, I was kind of confused with the, uh, the new character, uh, Cole. And, right and uh, I I kind of uh, think we, we he's he's the type of guy we, we can all uh, warm up to. Um, I agree. I'm glad they got the Sub Zero and Scorpion storyline out of the way. Uh, I like to see more of both of those characters. I'm not gonna lie, but uh, it, it's nice to see that that was settled uh, in the climactic finish that they had. Um. I really liked the beginning when uh, they were fighting each other uh, and, and they were um, Sub-Zero speaking Chinese and Scorpion was speaking Japanese and they didn't understand each other at yeah, all. Yeah, I, I, I thought that was pretty interesting. Like, that was an interesting route to go. Like, yeah, I really liked that aspect of it. Um, But yeah, I, I, I definitely liked the beginning and then, you know, I thought the movie was great overall. Um, it had some patient pacing issues, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like they were just going through things really fast. Uh, like that one hour and a half uh, time limit that they had on that movie definitely kind of hurt them. Mm-hmm. That movie would have done a lot better with thirty minutes extra. Um, still a really good movie, uh, but I think those thirty, at least thirty minutes, would have would have helped out you know flesh out some of the scenes a little better than they were um definitely the the highlight of the movie was um sub-zero and um i would say sub-zero and kano mm. uh were definitely the highlight of the movie um i, uh, I agree i definitely agree with that kano being an anti-hero you know it's yeah pretty cool yeah, it was cool to see because he's always depicted as just the bad guy. Right. And then in this one, they gave us that, like, sense that, oh, he could turn a new leaf. And then he was just like, no. And that's what I thought it was hilarious. And he was like, oh, you thought you changed me? Because, mm-hmm. like, more sort of just speaking to Sonya, I felt like he was just speaking to the audience. Like, yeah, oh, no, yeah. I'm not changed. Yeah. yeah. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, so I really like that. Um, but... Um, the idea of, of their powers, you know, their dragon tattoo. I thought that concept they introduced was real uh, nice. We were talking about it earlier. Right. And uh, that this is how they get their uh, powers. And uh, Yeah, I thought, I like I really dug, dug it, you know. I thought that it was always weird that in MK, random humans had powers right. and some didn't. And I was just like. All right, man, like, I, I don't need you to give me, like, a super complicated reason, but, like, give me something. And I thought that this was great. 
the only the only thing I will say is like and I hope man maybe we can get this in a sequel but like Jax's explanation Jax's power is strange because like what if he never got mechanical arms you know what I mean well I kind of just see it as he would have had superhuman strength kind of like Superman minus everything else so I felt like what they could have done is given him his the bigger the the big arms from the beginning uh-huh. and then like have him not be able to move around like you know what i mean like they're too heavy for him to kind of fight with and then when he unlocked his power he was now strong enough to be able to move him around mm. you know what i mean i think something like that could have worked out better um still still like that it's still a cool moment i just that one was kind of like huh like Cause he legit makes the metal, so I'm like, is his power like making the metal, or is his power the super strength? Um, you know, those are just that's just one little pet peeve I have on that. Definitely, um, I can see that. Um, but I definitely I like Cole. He wasn't. I wasn't expecting too much from him. Mm-hmm. If anything, I was expecting not to like him. So I think you know the fact that I like him, uh, you know, it's a win. Um, but I definitely think you need to give him, uh, uh, well, what's the right word? Like maybe better dialogue. I think the whole movie suffered from like dialogue, Mm -hmm. but I didn't have too much of a problem with it because it's, it's Mortal Kombat. Right. So those type of movies kind of get passes because they're based off games and. Yeah, like I'm like you know, go all cheesy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I thought he was gonna turn into a scorpion. I was actually looking forward to that. Like I thought his spear was gonna resurrect through him, and, yeah. and he gains the powers and the memories of the past, and he knows what uh, Sub Zero did, and he avenges him through through that. I would have liked to see that. That would have been nice. That would have been an interesting take on it, but so many people would have been pissed about it. You think so? I think so. I think people I, I people have a hard time with original characters. So not only to make an original character, but then change a beloved character to fit with the original character is kind of like, you know, I don't, it sounds cool. Mm-hmm. And I think it would have been cool, but I think that it's it's okay with what we got. Um, I definitely thought that like Scorpion's entrance, although I wish they wouldn't have showed it in the trailer, Scorpion's entrance is like top three best entrance I've ever seen. Right, um, right up there with Thor's entrance in Infinity War. And then I can't remember who I had at second. Um, but Scorpion's is definitely top, top three. Um, definitely. Well, you know, they did that, you know, because those are your two biggest sellers. You know, right. Imagine having a Mortal Kombat movie without Sub Zero or Scorpion. You know, <laughs> I think a lot of people will be more mad. You know? Yeah, and like speaking of people that weren't in the movie, like so many people were kind of upset about Johnny Cage, but I was like, I didn't mind it because the way the movie went. If this was the tournament, I'd understand, mm-hmm. but it yeah. wasn't the tournament. You know what I mean? Well, I, I, I think in a general sense, everyone was was uh, kind of just blindsided by the whole whole deal. 
and I and I think it, it was a great concept. This pre-tournament idea, a little behind the scenes of it leading up to it. Because if you look in the games or you look in the, the comics or even the, the animated ones, they they always go straight to the tournament and everything works around that, you know, to some degree or another. Right. This is like totally before it has nothing to do with it. And then it shows Johnny Cage, you know, poster at the end. You know, I was like. Where is Johnny Cage? You know, I thought Cole was the Johnny Cage at first. <laughs> which, you know. which, if you pay, I've seen the movie like five times already. Mm-hmm. But if you watch the beginning again, whenever um, Cole's sitting down, like he's taping his things, mm-hmm. and the the manager comes in to tell him, you know, to get ready to fight, whatever. Right, right. The Johnny Cage poster could be seen on the left side of the wall. Mm. So I thought that was pretty cool. Like it was, it's been there the whole time. But yeah, I didn't catch it until like the third time I watched it. I think. Um, uh, so I thought that was pretty cool. But I don't know. Did you catch any uh, Easter eggs? Other than the Johnny Cage one, no. Mm. no. So. So there's uh. So the ones that I've caught were. Um, when they get to when Cole gets to Sonya, okay. There's a there's a picture of a, a of a horse human, okay. Which I'm assuming that's Montaro. It wasn't close enough to be able to like, oh yeah, that's Montaro. But like, it, you know, for you know, horse human in Mortal Kombat, who else would it be, right? Um. Then there was, I think, Cordal, Cordal Khan, uh-huh. um, which is a relatively new character. I think I think he came out in MK10. Oh, okay. Um, so I don't know if you've played MK10, but if not, I'll, I'll, I won't say too much on him. Um, and then there was uh, Nightwolf. I did, I did see Nightwolf. Now that you mention it, yes. Um, Nightwolf was on that wall. Then when they go to uh, Raiden's temple, the the remember Kano is trying to steal something. Mm-hmm. All right, that would that's um, Shinnok's amulet. Mm-hmm. Uh, which if you don't remember, Shinnok's an elder god. It's so it's a whole the whole reason why, like well at least in the games it was like Quan Chi wanted to bring Shinnok back and he needed that amulet so he tell scorpion ends up zero whoever can steal it for him you right. know whatever can um i forget what he offers him um to the story changes a little bit but um i think in scorpion's revenge it's only scorpion that Quan Chi tells to steal the amulet mm-hmm. yes, uh, so so there's the amulet then there's you know, they show Shao Kahn, they show Kung Lao, uh, the great Kung Lao. And then they, and then you see a Katana's um, fan. Have uh, you seen that one? In the Raiden? Oh, in Raiden Temple. Oh. oh. And I think that's, yeah. I was trying to see if there's, because there's, there's other things in there, but I couldn't really see them. So I had to watch it one more time. But. All right. It, but before they take it off HBO. Yeah, uh, but those are those are the the Easter eggs that I found in it. Other than like Johnny Cage, All right? And um, 
and I think there's like cause I have I follow the director on Twitter and I think there's like a, a one or two that people haven't found so I'm interested to go watch it again and uh, see if I can find other Easter eggs but yeah definitely well overall I think it was a really great movie and I can't wait for the sequel yeah I know hopefully this does good enough for them to greenlit the sequel um it did i think 20 21 million at the box office so uh normally that's not too great but because of the whole pandemic it, it actually did that's actually really really good numbers mm-hmm, yes. so um hopefully hopefully we can get a. Uh, and it broke the hbo viewing um i think over the last the first day i think it had like three million mm-hmm. views and that just to put it in perspective, and we're gonna get into this movie later, but Justice League it took two or th- it took three days to get to three million. Mm. So that kind of puts it in perspective as to as to as to how good it actually did, and uh, hopefully the sequel you know gets a bigger budget. Um, I was actually uh, apparently the Miss is campaigning to play uh, Johnny Cage. Oh really? Yeah. He actually uh, has a picture of himself like in Johnny Cage. It, it looks all right, you know. Um, I like the Miz, so you know. Uh, I think I think he'd play a good Johnny Cage, but I think it goes know. along with his gimmick too. Right. You know, it the like arrogance and cockiness and the Hollywood mm-hmm. whole persona. Mm-hmm. I think that would be perfect. Right. So, I yeah I I, I think that would be great. Um, and imagine the Miz doing a full split uppercut someone's nuts uh, you, i could actually imagine that like that's what i'm saying i can see that happening yeah so um we'll see we'll, we'll see what happens but uh but switching uh topics to a different movie um how what was your take on uh Zack snyder's version of justice league that should have just came out in theaters they and they should have just threw some intermissions in there like they did passion of the christ like they did the uh alexander movies uh, I, I just, I just think uh, what they gave us back in what 2017, the original uh, Justice yes. League. Okay, so that one, it, 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 it was absolutely nowhere near compatible. It was two totally different movies, <laughs> you know. Some of the same scenes were in there. Yes, I know, but overall, you're looking at two totally different, separate movies all the way. Well, know? it's like it's it's basically like. Um, the way I felt was like, if I wrote an amazing paper, and I was going to school and um, and you didn't do your homework, so you were like, hey, you know, can I can I, can I look at yours, you know, to get an idea or whatever. And right. I was like, all right, bro, don't copy it, and you don't try to copy it, but you still use some points and you know from the movie. Like that's kind of what I took from it. At least that's what it felt to me. Um, yeah, you're 100 percent right. Zack Snyder's version should have been the one that came out in theaters. Um, I don't know if they would have done four hours, regardless. But I could definitely see them trimming it down to like 240. You know, take an hour out. Well, don't get me wrong. Um, if they put it at 230 to 245, as long as it was Zack Snyder's, that's what I think. That's what I'm trying to say. Right. You know. That, that would have been fine. And then you could have still released a director's cut on DVD and had the four-hour, you know, movie, you know? 
right. just to roll in that extra money or, or put it on HBO Max. Right. So I, you know, I definitely think that it should have, it should have been, it should have came out. I don't, I. It should have came out under Snyder's vision. Yeah. That, that's, that's. I, I just don't know how the studios had Snyder's, right? And I guess, you know, he didn't have the finished version of it, right? But basically the idea and we're like, you know, okay, we're not going to do that. We're going to, you know, we're going to do whatever uh, Whedon does. And it, it almost feels like they wanted to sabotage the movie uh, because I think that almost they, not only did they sabotage the movie, they destroyed the whole franchise. <laughs> right. This whole DCEU thing they're trying to do. The Marvel catch-up game, yeah, they uh, they destroyed that in 2017. Doesn't matter how many Wonder Woman movies you put out or Aquaman or Superman. I mean, you just completely wrecked it. Now, don't get me wrong, Zack Snyder did come in and save the day with his director's cut. But like, how many more movies are going to be in the uh, DCEU? You know, that are going to actually be worth something. I mean, they basically said that because Zack Snyder had a vision for two and three, and they were like, "Yeah, we're not doing that." So, like, I don't, I don't know what they're doing. Like, that thing to me, honestly, I think it's a pride thing. I think they're they're too prideful to allow Snyder to do two and three because, you know, I don't know. Like, I really don't know because from a business perspective they would make a lot of money. Definitely. And I think just by the fact that they announced that they wouldn't even consider it, it's just like, it's, it's not even something you have to announce. You can just be like, oh, we, we're still talking it through or blah, 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 blah. They chose to just straight up say, no, we're not doing it. Like, why? You know what I mean? But I think I think that they're, they're, they're hurting their chances with if they do it just like two or three, I think that, you know, they're not going to be, I'm not saying they're not going to be as good because it's not fair to tell something that's not even fucking written or has a trailer or anything. Mm-hmm. But I think fans are going to, in a sense, in a way, kind of boycott it. And and I think that sucks for whoever's coming in next because they might they might not deserve the boycott. Right. You know, Warner Brothers is who deserves a boycott. But in order to, you know, stick it to them, they have to basically stick it to the directors. So. And not only that, the actors, the actresses, and the people working behind the camera, they're all going to suffer too. Right. You know. So that's why I'm so... Um, it, it sucks. It really does. What, what, I, th- what I think DC should do is... Because they, they went in, into the DCEU without a plan. They seen Marvel's numbers and they seen them Disney numbers, them Disney Disney dollars, and it was like, look, we want that type of money. Let's put our main products out there. Let's try to do this DCU thing. And uh, you know, they they, I mean, look look what happened to Green Lantern. We don't even talk about that. No one talks about that on this planet. That's supposed to be sacrilegious, you know, blasphemy. What did you just say? What movie? You know, and and this is what happens when you're just doing it for the money. Look, these are these are prime characters. Put them out there. People are gonna go see them. That's the type of attitude I extremely hate. You know, right? And and I think that's the attitude that Warner Brothers had, and DC was just throwing, you know, 
trash at the wall to see what stuck. You know, they, they, yeah. they the idea was to get it out there, and and it's gonna make money regardless. I I think if they went in with a plan, and put their characters around, to base them around the Trinity, and Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman, give them their movies and perhaps a sequel, and and you you build up that Dawn of Justice. Uh, type of deal that Batman versus Superman, and and you you introduce your Trinity in in, in that way, so, some just like Zack Snyder did, but they should have all had their original movies first, their origin stories if you right. will. Then you bring in that Dawn of Justice deal, right? And then you bring in your other Justice League members, and perhaps have Batman as a cameo here, Superman as a cameo there, Wonder Woman as a cameo here. And and once all of your Justice League members have their origin story out the way, now you have your Trinity established. Well, you have your your Trinity origin story established. You have them coming together, you know, finding out who each other is, so on and so forth. And then you have the other members you're going to put in your Justice League. So Flash should have got a movie, Cyborg, uh, Aquaman, you know, stuff like that. Right. And then, boom, you do your Justice League movie. That That was always my take on it and uh i i just i that would have been my plan is what i'm trying to say and uh i don't know what happened yeah no i i 100 agree i think that they should have um they should have at least done superman batman wonder one and then maybe like in you know superman 2 you can introduce uh flash and then Batman one, you know, you could probably have him run into Cyborg. Okay. Uh, you know what I mean. And All then, right. and then, with Wonder Woman, I mean, I guess you can't really have Aquaman because that, you know. Well, you can. It could be that Atlantic, uh, uh, Amazonian rivalry going on, and maybe something can happen there. But I guess it just depends on the time frame you choose. If you choose that far back in the past. You know, I don't know how long Arthur can live for, but mm-hmm. um, so if you do a present day Wonder Woman movie, you know, I think that would work. And, you, you know, you can show Arthur there. So then by the time you get to, you know, then you can do Batman or Superman. Um, and then you can do Justice League in, in a similar fashion to how, you know, uh, Zach went about it. Except you can take away the the force, like to have to show too too long, you know, character development. Right. And you know you can do it just more focused on the team aspect of it instead of the individuality, which we did get better, you know, you know, a coming together of the team in in Snyder's version. Right. <coughs> Excuse me, but. I think you could definitely eliminate it altogether, like the individual character arcs, and just have them all, you know, basically just become a team in it. If you would have done in the more individual movies for Batman and Wonder Woman, and then introduce some of the other characters in in those movies. Basically, they they could have took that excess amount of time that was in Justice League and then put them in, in, in sequel movies to develop those uh, other characters. Right. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah I could have done that too. 
But I mean, you know, the sick the circumstances that uh Zach was in prior to it and then doing it, you know, it was like uh it was like we, we just gotta get this product out there and my thing is this, Zack Snyder takes his time telling a story. Mm-hmm. You know, and and whether it's an hour and 30 or 2.30 or 2.45 or four hours, you got to know what you're going to go watch, you know. And, and it's important to know who's telling the story. And with someone like Zack Snyder who has these long, drawn-out, detailed, you know, uh, uh, scripts and so on and so forth, you just got to kind of have a, a understanding of what's going to happen. And then you, you didn't do any of these sequels before you put out the Justice League 2017. So, right. you, yeah, you know, you're going to have something like that. Which, don't get me wrong, whether they went with, with your idea or their build up or how they did it, I, I'm glad it got done. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like, I, I think that. Justice was done to the Justice League. <laughs> um, that should be a new hashtag. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I think that that overall I'm glad that we got Snyder's version because I think I think it helps, you know, know that there was a good version of the movie out there. Right. But I think that I think the the other problem was that Batman vs. Superman done a justice the theatrical version was actually also a cut version and i think that if the ultimate edition i think it's what it's called would have came out i think that more fans would have been more if that was the theatrical version that came they would have been they would have been more happy with it because it, what had what really happened to justice league is that the fans were kind of not too happy about dawn of justice and you know Warner brothers got scared I think that the ultimate edition would have still, you know, there would have still been people that didn't like it, but I think it would have been more on the side of liking it. Definitely. And then we, you know, then we get to Justice League, and and I think instead of them bringing in their new director, they just give Zach the time that he needs to step away uh, and deal with the, you know, the loss of his daughter and you know the, you know, and right. all that. And uh, and then have them come back later. Also, basically, just push Justice League 2017 to a later date. Right. Instead that would be of a better idea, yeah. Instead of basically them seeing it as a way out, like oh, we can get out of Zack Snyder's version, and we'll bring in this director that brought so much success to the Avengers, and and you know, and turn this movie into a better movie. But I think you know, not to take anything away from Joss, but I think that. One, Josh doesn't really work in the the tone that Snyder had set. Right. But I think that if I think if he would have came in and got in a completely, you know, went to go help I mean, went to go work on the script with, you know, the writer a different writer and got to do the whole movie, mm-hmm. we might have gotten a better just like movie. Definitely. Totally. But I think the fact that he was trying to grab Snyder's Justice League and turn it into his own, it was an issue. I was like, I think that's what hurt him more so than him acting. Because I don't like people want to point to like, oh, he's just he's just not a good direct, 
whatever. And I'm like, he still did Avengers. You know what I mean? Uh, one and two was all right. So it's not that he's a bad director or anything. It's just that he tried to grab Snyder's version and make it his own in every way possible. Mm-hmm. And I think that overall hurt the movie. Um, um, it hurt the movie. And, and I think that, uh, yeah, I just think that he's, they should have gone that approach. If you were, like, if, you know, if you were going to keep stacked, have them take time, whatever, whatever. But if you truly wanted to make, uh, what's it called, uh, Joss, bring Joss into it, I would have just let him do a whole new movie. And I guess in that way, though, you would also still have to push the movie back. So right. regardless, that movie should have been pushed back. Right. Um, but it is what it is. Hey, it could be the book goes all the way up to AT&T. So you got AT&T, you got Warner Brothers, and you got DC. Someone in there should have had enough common sense to say this is not a good idea, <laughs> you know. But yeah. again, it goes back to what I was saying earlier. When you don't have any passion for it and you're just looking at the uh, the profit signs, then the, these are the type of products that are presented to the people. You know, and like I said, they're going to make money. Justice League made money. It didn't make, uh, it didn't make the fans particularly happy, but it still generated revenue. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely contribute to that. I think I want to go see it like three times. Mm. Just to, you know, like maybe I'll like it better the next time. <laughs> the next oh time. Oh, my man. God. I think I said uh, it probably once. And uh, then that didn't work. Uh, uh, theaters, I saw it like three times, and at home, I saw it like four, five, six times. Um, you know, I, I really wanted to like that movie, but I just couldn't. It, 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 it just didn't make sense. I was confused. I don't know why, but I was. I, I haven't watched it. I've seen it in theaters, and then I watched it a couple of times on the, um, I think it was uh, Amazon. It was on Amazon at the time. Yeah. And, and I just, I was like, nah. And when I, and, and when I heard the uh, whole release the Snyder Cut on our social media, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to watch this. You mean to tell me? There's a better version of this out here because I, I went immediately went back to Dawn of Justice. I'm like, you could have given me the extra 30 minutes, yeah, in theaters, right? You, you didn't have to present this to me and 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 then tell me this is Justice League or this is DC, right? This is the best you have to offer because I know you're lying, <laughs> you <know? laughs> no, yeah, 100%. So, um, I think. I don't know. I think I don't know what they're going to fully decide, but hopefully, hopefully, you know, whatever they decide, it turns out to be good. Um, I'm a little excited for the Flash movie because it's going to have Michael Keenan as Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, do you think, what do you think about the new Suicide Squad movie directed by James Gunn, who did Guardians of the Galaxy? So the first trailer was like the, I only thought that it was a little funny and I thought that John Cena was great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the second trailer captures more, and I don't know if you've seen the second trailer. Not the second one, no. The second trailer, it came out like a week after too. Uh, it definitely shows more of the tone of the movie, mm. um, and the direction they're going. And okay. I think I, and it, it made me more happy for it and okay. maybe more to look forward to it. So definitely check out the second trailer and let me know what you think. Definitely. But uh, all right. Well, I think that's going to be it for this one. All right, guys. We'll, we'll see you next time.
All right.